0: Hi, you're listening to the Chasing Tone Podcast with Travis, Max, and Brian. That's Brian Wampler for you guys who don't know that this is a legitimate show with experts. (laughs) (laughs) We know stuff. We don't, but Brian does. No, not that much. He's the tone chaperone, the man behind the tone curtain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> terrible. <All right. laughs> it's that's terrible hey <laughs> i'm just i'm trying new things out i'm spitballing eventually one's gonna stick it's <laughs> Throw, true throwing rice against the wall <laughs> throwing rice right against the wall right boss yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a that's a mm-hmm. wumplerism okay <laughs> so a couple things i want to talk about let me inconspicuously grab my list and look at it okay this is a good one if you had to have three petals to play for the rest of your life well let's even go deeper one amp one guitar three pedals rest of your life what are they
1: uh guitar is easy for me
0: yeah telecaster
1: with a g-bender yeah put a g-bender in the Whitfield there you go (laughs) yep there you go okay um amplifier wow that's a hard one because my that's like saying if you could only have one sandwich oh, I one, know. one thing to eat. and for the that's rest of why your life. that's well, why
0: this is difficult. I mm-hmm. see the problem. Uh you know well, golly, I Well, because I it depicts the outcome of what three petals. It does. It yeah, co- I mean, Of course. That's why I'm hammering you down right now. You gotta oh, do it. Oh gosh. Okay.
1: If if you said make a decision right now. Right now. I probably would say, okay, I'll take the Port City Pearl. Okay. And um uh, petals. Mm-hmm. Okay, it'd be a, an overdrive, a distortion, and a delay.
0: Specifics, man. Specifics, okay. And it's okay to say the pedal. Obviously, okay. you're going to like your pedals because well, you built them to your ear. That's completely understandable, you know? Um, I mean, for instance, you, you built this, the Plexi Drive, and once you built the Plexi Drive, okay. you told well, me, you I'll were do, like, I'm done. I'll do it
1: both. <laughs> I'll do it if it was mine. and if it's Okay, so, right.
0: so overdrive, I'd be,
1: uh, it'd be a new... Overdrive that will come out eventually, which is a prototype of the Plexi Drive. Mm-hmm. It has a three-band EQ on it, and it's particularly awesome. It's fantastic. Awesome. Um, that'd be, it'd be that. Distortion would be... Man, probably the slow-stortion. Mm-hmm. That'd probably be the distortion I would use. And the delay, I'd use the faux echo. Uh, and then, let's see, if it was outside of our stuff, let me think. Overdrive would probably be... Really good tube screamer, mm. probably. Um, distortion would be, hmm, Prob. Let me think here, maybe a Catalan, Catalan distortion? bread, distortion, probably. Di- uh, and I'm not even sure which one,
0: but um. They got, they got yeah. a lot of good there's, stuff. There's
1: a couple, couple of them I really like. I like that like. Dirty Little
0: Secret. That's The cool. Dirty Little Secret. Yeah, what's that's a, a What's great the other one? one? The Formula yeah. 5, is that right? Formula 5. Formula is 5 is pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, probably,
1: it'd probably be the Dirty Little Secret is my distortion. Okay. And then Delay would probably be, um,
0: I like my TC Electronics Delay. Yeah, the flashback? Yeah. That little blue one? Yeah. Yeah, I saw I, that I, today. I, I like that. I was going to play through it, but I didn't. So. <coughs> okay, Max. Or is that good? You got it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. That's good. That's good stuff. Max
2: amp. Amp. I'd probably say some kind of Fender with 6L6s, probably like my, like my uh, Super. Super. I really like that. Okay. Awesome. Guitar. Guitar is kind of a no-brainer. It's a Strat. Okay. Like the Woodville Strat. Charles, if you're listening. Strat. <laughs> uh, three pedals. I'd have to say probably two overdrives and a, a delay. Specific. Sp- specific? Yeah. Paci- Pacific. Pacific notion. ocean.
0: My, my, my Pacific one. As, as opposed be, to the Atlantic. Pacifically.
2: Not the second to the boss. I really like the faux tape echo. Uh-huh. That would be my favorite delay. And then overdrives i'd say some kind of tube screamer and then uh i I've, I've been really digging the morning glory by jhs okay so pretty cool cool um all right i'm i'm going to take a little different
0: route i'm sure. going to well first my guitar is it's a don grosh retro classic it's it's you know an s style guitar but to me as i've i've not been able to find anybody that can make one of those guitars any better i mean it's mm-hmm. i've played vintage ones and don't touch it. But so that guitar. Um an amp that I used to have that I sold that I shouldn't was a Marshall twenty sixty one. Oh sweet. That'd probably be that'd be my amp. Um and the I'm gonna do the pedal thing a different. I'm gonna do vintage and current manufacturers. Okay. okay. So if you wanna interject with that, think no, of go yours. Ahead. Okay. Good for it. But um so Mine would be if I'm going vintage, would be a Univibe first, and then some type of overdrive. More than likely, a like, you know a TS9 or a, an older Maxon version, and then an Echoplex. You know, but current manufacturers, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but no, sure. Well, I mean, it's something that's upcoming. So sure. it's it's an the overdrive would be a Wampler pedal that's upcoming. I don't know what I'm allowed to say, boss. So, <laughs> well, know, it's, um, we'll you'll, you'll find out in about a month. In about a month. Okay. With that. <laughs> oh, I don't yes, yeah. A yeah. That pedal, um, I was fortunate enough to kind of, kind of be there when it was designed and you know, it was cool. We put a lot of pedals of its class. Would mm-hmm. you say mm-hmm. we put a lot of those pedals up against each other and, because this we, one is based off of a classic design, which we don't usually do.
1: Right. Um, so we started with uh, a pre-existing
0: platform. Platform. Yeah, we need to be, platform.
2: We need to be a little more vague here so people, <laughs> so people understand what we're talking about. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs>
0: we took my, my two favorites, pretty much. And I think you agreed that mm-hmm. my overall favorite was one of the better sounding ones mm-hmm. that you'd ever heard. Yeah. And uh, we started there, and then we took another one that sounded awesome at a another extreme setting and went there and it was, it's just awesome. But that's the overdrive. That'd be it. That'd be the overdrive. Um, the vibe pedal would be Earthquaker devices, the depths. That thing sounds awesome. I don't know if Jamie's listening, but great job, dude. Um, and then the faux tape echo. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the modulation circuit on it. But one thing I've noticed with that pedal though, I'll listen to you play it and then I'll look at like the modulation and then the level mm-hmm. Like, the level of the overall level. Right. And it sounds great, but I swear when I said it exactly, it sounds like I'm swimming in delay. Like, I don't know why. Hmm. Is it just in my head, maybe? I don't know, but it It, seems
1: like... Maybe it's the way we pick or something. Yeah. I play a lot louder. Yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm
0: hearing the original signal more from you instead of the delay, but you would think... that.
1: I don't know. I don't
0: know. It's a weird thing,
1: but... But I find that across the board. I mean, like, we've talked about that before. Mm -hmm. Like... It, I'll set something up and like, okay, here's, this sounds great and you yeah. play it and I'm like, huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That sounds totally the, different. The two pedals. I mean, not that it's bad but right. it's just like, it, I, it doesn't sound that way to me.
0: The two yeah. pedals that I can, you know, pacifically say. <laughs> that's an <notion. laughs> No, that I can specifically say are the Plex distortion and the Tweed 57. Mm-hmm. You play those songs or those pedals and, and they sound great. I play them and it's like, I can't make them sound It just sound doesn't, good. It doesn't work good for you. Right, you? Yeah. exactly. And,
1: and there's other, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of pedals like that I've heard. I mean, like mm-hmm. for, we, We're talking of fuzzes, for example. Fuzzes just do not work with me for whatever reason. And, but, I mean, I put it in front of you, and it's a whole different thing. It's right. Just, uh, it's technique,
0: and it's, yeah. there, it's all that stuff. And it just comes down to, you know, your bag. I mm-hmm. mean, fuzz and stuff, like right. anything Hendrix is, is right. going to be more my bag to where I kicked my compressor off my board. And I bet mm-hmm. you can't imagine doing a gig without a compressor. I always have one on a little yeah. bit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I kicked it off my board completely. I just I went about 4 shows without ever stepping on it and I was like mm-hmm. I did a jazz show, I did a blues show, and I did a country show, and I didn't even step on it on a country gig. <laughs> but I was I was pushing
1: my amp pretty hard too, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I mean yeah, if you're if you're up loud anyways, you got yeah. some, some compression to it anyway, so.
0: Do you use
2: compression? Yeah occasionally yeah I, I started using it uh I, actually not until after i started working here i use it to fatten up my rhythm section mm. that's about it if i'm playing some funky i use it to, to fatten it up
0: yeah okay kind of sm- i notice it smooths stuff out especially if you're playing like mm-hmm. you know the the quicker funk stuff where it's like mm-hmm. two note you can't call them chords but two note run, run lines i guess right so um okay so vintage if you could go vintage pedals
2: or or amps i guess Oh, man.
0: Well, you, you said you're Super. I mean, you, yeah. you're you in love with your Super Reverb. Yeah, I, anyway. lo-
2: I love the Super. Yeah, I'd have to go probably a, a early. Well, um, I can't remember. The, I always forget the name of it. It's, it's basically a Super with a 15 in it. What? I can't remember. Oh, was, oh, the Fender one? It's a Silver yeah. Face thing? Well, it's it's a Black Face thing. Is it? Sierra Ravon played one. I, hell, I can't remember the Oh, name the Vibroverb. Vibroverb. Yeah, vibra Vibroverb. Yeah, I, I like those a lot, too. Uh, if I had to do that, I'd have to be like an, an early 60s Strat. Um, I think neck profiles and those are kind of fit my hands a little better. Yeah, definitely have to go with a probably early early max on overdrive of some sort. Mm. Um, I'd have to go with an early fuzz face, but it'd have to be a good one. Which you have to play five hundred of them. To they're all a good they're one. all good. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> it have to be the right temperature outside. Exactly. Yeah, it yeah, will be the right. <laughs> they're all are all good. Yeah, it has to be right. And then uh,
0: just go to eBay. You'll see they're all good. Yeah, no, they're all good. Yeah, <laughs> of
2: course. Um, then I'd have to, I'd, as much as it's heresy, just to be a fanboy, I'd have to go with the clone, just just to say I have one. I don't know if I'd even step on it. just really? to show other builders that like, hey, I, I got one of those. You don't, so you know, <laughs> other builders or yeah, other, I, other players. Yeah, whatever.
1: Okay, I like them. <laughs> you know. I just uh, I don't know, uh, for what they do, I I like to achieve it differently than with that type of circuit.
0: My thing is, is like, like I said, I've only played two of them, but. I don't get it. I
2: don't Dude, get it. it. It's got a centaur on it. What, what's cooler than that? A centaur, A yeah, minotaur, whatever it is. They're cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mythical creature of sorts. <laughs> That's, that's yeah. awesome.
1: That's a Minotaur. Didn't she do some songs
2: in the 80s? Oh, that's ben- Benatar, Minotaur. Or Pat yeah. Minotaur. Pat Minotaur. <laughs> <laughs> minotaur, whatever. I don't, I don't know. How do you okay. say it? I don't it's know. I don't know. Centaur. I don't think I it's Centaur. I think it's Centaur. Three dime of golden goodness. <laughs> sure. But, okay, that's, that's like three hundred
1: thirty-three dollars a piece. Yeah, per know.
2: pot. For right. pot. Yeah. First, you guys
0: don't ask me about my pot. favorite tube amp. Expensive a pot. That's a very expensive <laughs> pot.
2: First, you guys don't ask me about my favorite tube amp, <laughs> and now you're, you're you're knocking me for my classic pedal choice. Well, the problem
0: is
1: that you're just wrong. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if
2: it's you. don't know Why I'm even here? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you there's goon? nothing to talk about. We'll just we'll just bash Max's hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care if the the pedal sounds like Dreams and Starlight. No, he's wrong. (laughs) Way to go, Max. Gosh. Oh, that's great, dude. Uh,
0: That's funny. So uh, what about you, the vintage stuff?
1: You know what? I'm probably the odd guy that played through a ton of vintage stuff, and some of it's great and some of it's crap. Just like new stuff, some of it's great, some of it's crap. See, I I find
0: that with guitars. And guitars, same thing. Yeah. Rarely do I play a vintage guitar that I like. I mean, uh, there's a guy named Smoking Joe Kubek. You know him at all? You ever heard of him? He's a blues guy from mm-hmm. Texas. I mean, he's he's a legend in his own right, mm-hmm. and he had a cool old sixty Strat, and you know it. It looked like it'd been dragged behind a truck. And so of course I was drawn to it just because, and it was before the vintage thing was cool, you know, right. or the relic thing. And so I was asking him about it, and he was actually good friends with Stevie Ray Vaughan, and of course who's not. You know, think who doesn't think that's cool? So he was like, Yeah, this is the guitar. You know, Stevie used to always want to buy this guitar. And he was talking about it. And I was like, Oh, man, I wish I could play that. You know, I didn't say that out loud, but he could kind of sense it. So he put it in my hands. He was like, Here, man, play it. And I played it. it had like this little skinny neck on it and <laughs> tiny frets. I was like, And, I, and then I played Gordon, <laughs> Gordon's 63. Yeah. And then I played Benito's 62. Mm-hmm. I didn't like any of them. Also,
2: I, I love it i love that little neck though really
0: see not me yeah i, I don't know so me with the vintage strat thing that's why mm-hmm. when i got that you know you know strat style guitar from Don, like the neck was you gotta admit for a bigger neck that feels great it's great yeah it really does it's yeah. fast
2: yeah it's a fast neck and i so. think
0: there's uh and i think paul reed smith has
1: even hit on something like this quite a bit when he when he talks about his guitars a bit I think there's something to be said for like old guitars if they sound good. It's generally a lot of luck because yeah they because weren't going through manufacturing pick, picking yeah. out wood and yeah and, like, thinking the whole that whole thing. They're just slapping the guitars together and every now and then one came out really good, right? You know, versus a lot of builders now like Charles, like Paul, like, and a lot of other a lot of guys who build guitars. They're just more into the the tonal aspects mm-hmm. of it. So there's a lot more rejecting of wood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I I think I don't know. I mean they don't. Always feel like a good old broken in guitar, but I don't know. I just, I there's been a few old tellies I've played that I thought were good and some that I thought right. were okay. And but for the most part, I mean, like that's why I like the wood so much because it feels like a a really good old broken in right, guitar, yeah, and it sounds good, yeah, you know? those so, sound great, man. And I, I don't, I played a lot of other tellies, and well, I, I have a just, way- they don't always have that thing to them, they all. Kind of sound like a Mexican Fender. That's that's
0: that's not yeah. necessarily bad. It just that it has its own thing going on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't remind me of an old telly. You know? Yeah, like um, not this past week, like this year's Nam, but last year's summer dam. I fell in love with one of Charles's guitars, and mm. and I had to I had I had to find a way to make it mine. And luckily, this guy I know, you know, bought it as a gift for me because I couldn't afford it. So <laughs> thank you to that dude that did that. But
2: remember that time I got I <laughs> I don't have a wood fill. It's but beginning. then again cuz I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but you know that's that and then he should bring back the Stratocaster. He should bring back the Strat. We, I mean dude, why why limit yourself, awesome. you know what I mean? But it did it did, you know, kind of make me feel good that I'm a total Vince Gill fanboy there. I said it, I admitted it. Brian even told Vince, he said, that's the little girl to your Elvis. And I told him, I was like, yeah, man, I'm I'm a huge fan. And he looked at me and said, you like donuts? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything you want, sir. But Mr. Gill. But I guess Charles built Vince a guitar exactly like the one I have, Mm -hmm. except for he actually went to Vince's house to measure his, Is it a 52 or 53? Mm -hmm. 53, I think telly and like measured the neck and got it perfect so Hmm. but wow so this is way off subject but it's a question that came in through the email podcast at wamplerpedals.com. and i kind of want you actually brought it to my attention the Mm -hmm. one about eq Mm yeah and it makes we don't think about it because we do this day in and day out it's it's our job it's our livelihood it's just what we do but he made a good point he was like there's EQs on amps. There's EQs on pedals. You know, if you use preamps, sometimes there's EQs. If you go into recording consoles, there's EQs there. And then out mm-hmm. front, there's EQ on the mixing decks. You know, and it's like, number one, where's it all start? Number two, where's it all end? You know, so...
1: Yeah, and that can be very confusing to, to someone that... I mean, it can be overwhelming. Especially yeah. if you're, like, just jumping into the effects game. Yeah. Or you're going from a lot of single-tone knob pedals to... Like our stuff, we have three-band EQs on all On a kinds. lot of stuff, yeah. And
0: plus bright switches and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. mojo switches and all that so stuff. So what I would recommend, and, and you, you touched on it without touching on it, was the Port City Pearl. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very clean platform amp. Yeah. My personal, I don't know what, what you guys would think, but I guess there's two schools of thought. I could be completely wrong to some people on this, but I like to set my amp clean to where I love that sound. Right. And then EQ everything else to that amp, to where maybe some guys would just want something completely flat, and then mm-hmm. EQ their pedals. So
1: I, I can tell you, like me personally, mm-hmm. and didn't mean to butt in
0: there, Max, but
2: I'll, I'll be wrong anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dang!
1: Look you, at at oh, least that, you know your place. <laughs> he meant he
0: meant that one. Look at it; I can see it on his face. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
1: what were you saying? Train of thought. Add.
0: No uh, uh EQ's how you personally. like Oh yeah, EQ. that's
1: right. Okay, so it depends what I'm doing. Like for example, um, I'll be playing a gig tonight. Yeah, and I'm, what I'm I know I'm going to be using an overdrive for ninety mm-hmm. percent of it. So I'm going to set my amp up to sound good with uh, that, sound overdrive. that overdrive. And the okay. clean tone's a little bit secondary because there's only a little bit of things. Right. But you know, um, it's it's a primarily a, a country rock. Let, egg, let me
0: interject real quick. So, when I mean clean tone. I'm sorry, I meant bass tone. For instance, like last night I had a gig and my amp was overdriven. And then I still ran pedals even. Your unaffected tone. Yeah, without without any effect. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I just wanted to kind of interject there, you know, your your clean, unaffected tone. So, okay, go ahead. So, I mean, usually, so
1: of course I've been playing with pedals for a long time. So I kind of know what I want that to be. In other words, like if I was using a twin, that bright switch would be off. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, right. the, I, I don't want too much bass. I want a little more mids, mm-hmm. not a whole lot of treble because I want that classic rock type sound. Right. Right. So, um, if, if I did a lot more clean stuff, I would probably want more of this, of a chimey sparkly to, mm-hmm. to sort of thing. Yeah. You know, something that's got just that real bell like tone. Right. Um, so, and then from that point I, w- I would probably say, okay, so I got my bass tone, how I like it. Now I'm going to turn on my overdrive. You know, is it is it too bright? Well, then I need to turn the highs down on your amp. On on uh, me personally, right? On my, uh, my pedal. Okay. So, okay. Because gotcha. yeah, once I once I have the, my clean tone how I want it, um, then I if if once I kick my, on my overdrive if it's too bright I'll turn my treble down. Right. On. Okay. Um, if you know if when I'm hitting my low E string or maybe like a palm mute type thing, mm-hmm. not that I palm mute a whole lot, if but it's woofing. But if it's like, yeah, yeah. then. I know to decrease my bass. Right. And I usually just bump my mids up in general if I'm going to play with anybody because mm-hmm. I want to sit in the mix, you know? Right. Um, and, and that's that's kind of how I approach it. So every okay. every pedal is a, a kind of fine-tuned to, right. uh, to what Dear. I'm doing with, with the
0: clean tone. That, and that's kind of how I do only my amp, because I like a little amp dirt, you know? So I go with my amp, and then I make my pedals marry my amp instead mm. of you know a lot of people will do vice versa right. um i don't usually i used your super one time and it was so loud yeah that i basically just put it to where it sounded good because i couldn't get it to break up so like <laughs> how do you how do you use yours do you, actually
2: do, i had that problem for a long time i actually swapped all the speakers out on it yeah you got those wgs's now yeah i use the uh was the the veteran Veteran. yeah i mean yeah they have veteran yeah. 30s they yeah have, they're uh they're a lower wattage and it, it works way better i can actually crank the amp way up now nice. so you get a little more speaker breakup then way more speaker breakup well, which is you yeah. like because i mean like yeah. the Derek trucks thing right. a lot of his sound exactly, is when yeah. I mean, you
0: could put I mean, you could breakup.
1: put different speakers in there and, and get no breakup right? right But yeah those that would be a good combination yeah
2: because I use that smaller Magne (laughs) weight. Yeah. I
0: I used your amp one time. Thank you so much. You bailed me out for this, but I was doing like a soul gig, you know, it was was soul music. So you don't want a lot of dirt. So I, and my amp was on the fritz, man. So I I borrowed your amp. It was an outdoor gig. And I'm Mm -hmm. thinking it's a Fender style amp. I'm playing a Telecaster with, you know, some, Mm -hmm. some, high ish output pickups, just single coils. So I'm thinking, okay, cool, I'll break this amp up. I couldn't break it up. <laughs> even outdoors, man. Because you had the original speakers from the sixties in it, Yeah, there's had
2: huge magnets yeah, on it. And... I
0: couldn't break it up and like everything I, did, I actually had to use an overdrive pedal, which normally for that gig I don't use an overdrive pedal. Yeah, so that
2: those those speaker magnets are so heavy. I weighed the amp once with all four of those speakers in it. we weighed ninety one and a half pounds. Oh that's stupid. <laughs> ninety one and a half pounds with the new speakers and it, it's like seventy Two oh wow so that's yeah, fantastic. a traditional a huge difference yeah
0: okay so i totally cut you off no there. no
2: you're fine yeah i use a i kind of use a reverse v kind of look i have more mid-range kind of roll off my highs and lows because okay. that's naturally kind of has one extreme on the lows and another extreme on the highs. and i kind of use my pedals to match that i okay. like a lot of mid-range hump my attack my pick and is kind of base base heavy anyways mm-hmm. so, plus i'm a little bit lighter so i, I, I like mean we a, analyzed that one time we did yeah believe it or not um Travis, brought, I think we're at a music store, and I always use these uh, Tortex picks. Mm-hmm. And I kept getting all these bass-heavy responses. And I was like, and I was Man, like, you
0: have no mid-range, dude. Yeah, I can't no matter what amp you play. <laughs>
2: yeah, so he's like, here, tri- check this out. And it was like a cheap and you know, a poly pick. Just cheap plastic yeah. pick from like, I forgot that's what, I, that's
0: what I use. I use um the Ernie ball picks. You can yeah. buy like a gross of them for like 50 cents or something. I mean, not really, obviously, but I use the because I lose them. I'm not gonna spend a lot of money on a pick. I'm gonna lose it.
2: But. once I use that, I was like, man, that's that's a world of difference. Yeah. There's actually a blog about it, check it out, Wamper <laughs> Yeah, Max is our blog writer. <laughs> yeah.
0: What'd you name that one? He's always got the – How to Pick Your Pick. How okay. to pick your pick. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't mean it that way. No. Wrong. <laughs>
2: wrong again, Max. <laughs>
0: No, it's just you always have the clever, like sag is a drag. That's the one you yeah. had. You know, uh, you should hear the ones, you should read the ones that he sends to me. I'm like, no. Uh,
2: Brian or Jacks. No. Yeah. You know? I don't get it.
0: <laughs> he, or, no, he's like, I get it. I just don't think it's funny. That's what that's what he always tells me. He's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> it's just not and, good. And he does, yeah, he, does it. he doesn't even finish anymore. I he's like, oh, I get it.
2: But nobody else will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It
0: could be like my wife. Like, oh, I, I, I understand your joke, honey. You're just not funny. <laughs> uh, don't quit your dick. What I always tell people, though, is thank gosh I'm a, little, I'm a little arrogant. So, like, I know I'm hilarious. So <laughs> if you don't think it's funny, it's, it's your fault. It's not me. It's not because I'm not funny. I'm hilarious. cracking myself Yeah, up, I am man. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so you touched yeah. on something, Brian, that yeah. I, I thought was kind of cool. Talking about if you're woofing too much, you lower your bass. I know a guy that's a great guitar player, and he has a pretty interesting thing. And, and you guys listen, you might want to try it. You know, I've, I've I tried it; it was cool. But I brought in it was a little Smasher by Diago. It was mm-hmm. that little amp or whatever, yeah, yeah five yeah. pound or five watt a little solid state solid amp. Stadium, yeah, mm-hmm. but. It has a three-band EQ on it, and he basically would set the bass to his E and A strings. He'd just hit E and A open, and then he'd set the bass to that. Then he'd hit his D and G to set the mid-range, and then his B and E to set the treble. I can see that. And I never... Yeah, I mean, yeah. it makes total sense, but I never thought to try that. That's pretty and that's how he And that's how he does anything with a three-band EQ. Hmm. That's, I did see that. Yeah, it blew my mind, though. Have you ever th- I've never thought mm. to do that as long as I've been playing. I'm
2: going to go home and try it now.
0: Exactly, right? So that might be a way for you guys to start on an EQ, too. You know, find those, those sweet spots within your frequency. I know, I think it was Derek Trucks actually said what he'll do is he'll play. Like, if he has a backline, obviously now he doesn't do backline. He's big enough to where he has his own stuff. But back in the day, I read that he would actually start with on five and then dial up or down from there on every one, on every you know, mid, treble, bass, whatever, until we found a sweet spot with that particular amp. So that might be another thing you guys might want to try. Mm-hmm. You know, just completely different ways to think about it, but right. I thought the individual strings was pretty cool.
1: What about, a, I, I'd ask two questions. Okay. Um, one would be, do you use your tone knob on your guitar? And the second question would be, do you use an EQ pedal?
0: I don't use an EQ pedal, but I was talking to um, uh, Derek Williams, plays with the Jake Owen band, and I was asked—I asked specifically on my face pages about if you—you you like, you know that that's an ocean, right? <laughs> What's that? It's not specifically. It's not specifically, <laughs> but yeah, the face paces, face pages. So I asked, like you know, about wireless systems and which ones didn't add any type of frequencies and which didn't change your tone, and he was like. And you know Derek, man, the guy—he could have anything he wants. He's on. He's—I mean, I think as this is being recorded, he's playing with an artist that has a number one. Yeah. You oh know? yeah, they're playing gigantic. Places. Yeah, they're playing arenas, stadiums. I mean, you know. Tens of thousands of people. He's like, I don't remember which one I got, but it really doesn't matter which one I have because I just put an EQ pedal after it, <laughs> and it made sense. I was like, I never thought to do that, you know. So, mm. but no, I would. The only time I've ever used an EQ is through an effects loop. I think mm-hmm. that's a good you know? place to put them too. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, of course well, it depending. is. I mean, of course if it, it is. Is, <laughs> is. If you want, well, I mean, it's, it's
1: just like an, if you okay, if you're using EQ pedals, uh-huh. if you want to shape the distortion, like. The way, like the maybe the character of it, mm-hmm. um, almost like putting a wall in front of a distortion will affect things. That sounds the, terrible. Well, <laughs> the uh, an EQ would do the same thing. So you can actually kind of create a mid-range bump and tighten right. the
0: distortion up a lot. By See, that's the a good before. idea. Yeah, to yeah. Because that's the one thing. I mean, that's why I use a tube screamer a lot in front of things mm-hmm. is is to tighten it up. But you can do that same with it with the um, with the EQ, <laughs> the EQ. and and makes total sense. Just never thought the, of it. it. The opposite is you can
1: boost the bass going into a distortion pedal and create a fuzz. Ah, now we're yeah. talking. Um, but yeah. I I usually put the EQ after it because that kind of shapes the overall sound right, of what you have going in. So it, it's kinda of like um, you know, if you got a three band EQ on your amp with an E Q pedal, it's almost like having a ten band or, right. or whatever. Uh you, so know, you can you can change specific frequencies rather than like specific. the whole EQ curve of the ocean of oh, yeah. the ocean
0: <laughs> okay real we're kind of running out of time but i want to get to you do you use eq pedal at all
2: never a pedal on my guitar or i, I use the strap so i use the was the bottom the bridge mm-hmm. uh tone control just a little bit but that's so you it. you
0: have yours wired to where the because not all of them do this but
2: yeah i got two i got both versions of it yeah the the more modern wiring schematic I it forget which one is which. One nose,
0: is which. Yeah. I know I asked Don to wire mine to where you're on the bridge pickup. The bottom tone knob controls Taking that. It oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, that's a modern version. That's the modern version. F- okay. Mm-hmm. okay, and I, I Jack Pearson. That's he does that too. You know, I, Jacks
2: Enigma. Yeah, right. You <laughs> can make it the ninety. He had a video out. It's like ninety one dollar Squire Stratocaster. Yeah, it sounds what, better no, than what it was. Was is all my that, gear? It
0: was that Almond Brothers tribute. He was in in a pawn shop and he bought it cuz he liked it and he said that's the only thing he did to it and then he went through a uh one of those blues what's the one the DeVille not the Deluxe the one's like the 410s or something like that
1: uh, Yeah it's DeVille as the DeVille it's the I think version. Yeah. yeah
0: he had backline yeah. he had a backline uh rig there cuz he, he talked about it on his face page but okay as far as guitar volume mm-hmm.
2: so you or tone you you touched on that a little bit you do yeah. you sure I will roll back especially my bridge pickups like too trebly. Right. Roll back on tone just a little bit, kind of even it out. That's about it. So I right. can't
1: stand that as a player. I, I've I've fact, I have guitars. I've just disconnected the treble completely. So you're wrong again, Max. Wrong!
2: <laughs> you like it. it. must be wrong, Max. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> See, I,
0: mine's wired that way, but I never use it because the only way I ever use the bridge pickup on a Strat is for a solo boost. And the only time I have that is when I have, um, I have overdrive stacked. Right. So what I do is I always just EQ my second overdrive really dark, mm-hmm. you know, but then again, I have a, uh, Les Paul junior, which has one P90 and I ride that tone knob really constantly. So you like, you like to turn the tone down before like you go into a distortion, for example, on, on everything with that guitar, because that's my neck pickup. Hmm. Does that makes sense. It does,
2: yeah. Yeah, just, I've,
1: I've never used. I've I'll have
2: to bring the it in. Though, right, so. I have to bring it in. You, I, I like well, the of wiry course thing. Travis isn't wrong. <laughs> you no, know. and I say this is what I like to do. Well, I wrong. Li- I like him though. That's the. Do <laughs> awesome. you can tell who's a favorite? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like Travis, you don't get to see that much. So he's like the the kid that comes home from college. It's like, oh, Travis is here. It's like Max is a guy. that's like, oh yeah, he's just a kid that lives in my basement. You know, he stays in his office. I can see him anytime I want. The only here for uh, once a week or whatever.
0: Well, I'm glad that you know you're <laughs> Twice your a week. I could be, be here twice a week now.
2: <laughs> no, uh,
0: what, <laughs> what Max is referring to is uh, I, I have a, an infant son that I, I work from home you know, most of the time, and I only come in two days a week. So Max says, <laughs> I'm like the kid that comes home from college.
2: <laughs> You are, Dad's like, oh, I like you better. You know? It's like a, he's like
0: he's got my he's he's got my picked my pictures up with like like first first place trophies and medals and then he's got pictures of you with like your, your participation no, trophies. He's like, no,
2: Brian takes my pictures and like puts his gum on it, he throws it away, he says he get his hands dirty. Those are my pictures, and then he just tells me like just try harder. I got bees. Try harder. I don't care. Travis come home with like a D minus, be like, "Oh, hey, Lucy Lucy passed." <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your office because you're wrong.
0: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't agree I with that. I do. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Favorite he always son. says that. Did you say favorite son? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think his actual son is probably his favorite son. Probably. But if you had <laughs> because he's son. just like Travis. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: bullshit is awful. Actually,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, oddly it's, enough, yeah. The, the scary thing is, is 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 uh, yeah, it, it's pretty scary. It, he's close enough and to my personality me, yeah. and it yeah. makes me worry because of that. You should be worried.
2: <laughs> actually,
0: I turned out okay. I'm Granted, like, I didn't start being okay till I was like 32. I'm like, "Son, you do not wa- See Travis? <laughs> you don't want to be like <laughs> Travis." It's true.
1: Tell him. Tell him, Travis. How bad is your life? Tell him.
0: (laughs) And then I'll just be like, dude, you want to do exactly what I did. Every bit of it. You know? And I'll teach you how to get chicks. That's what scares you the most.
1: That's what scares me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm like, do not ask Travis about picking up girlfriends. Why
1: not? Because you had like forty thousand girlfriends.
0: No, I didn't. Easy. My wife might hear this. <laughs> I didn't either. I never. I'd really never had girlfriends per se.
2: And that's a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might as well wrap <laughs> it up there, yes. right?
0: And that pertains to guitar
2: time. <laughs> so, recapping, mean, if you had uh, three pedals, we'll go back. <laughs> Desert <laughs> Island. Talk to Travis uh, about pickup lines. So. <laughs> Talk to
0: Travis about pickup lines. <laughs> <laughs> My best pickup line is probably like. I don't know if you're familiar with professional roller derby, but uh, I'm Travis Feaster. <laughs> it's worked. Like, it, it totally has it, worked. That's, that's got to work. Yeah, it, it totally I, has. I Anyways, so. thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, concerns, or anything, feel free to shoot us an email at podcast at com, and we'll get back to you, and we might use your your topic or something on the air, show I guess not air but on the show so thanks again for listening to Chasing Tone I'm Travis I'm Max I'm Brian that's Brian Wampler, the Tone Shepherd. Yeah.
2: No, still didn't still work yeah. just the
0: man behind the tone curtain I'm really trying to get that one to <laughs> no, stick Max no. I'm trying to get it to stick I
2: wish I had spray <laughs> me, about, yeah. Uh, yeah, and me with a
0: squirt bottle yeah.
2: <laughs> no and they call they say I'm the one that's wrong well. <laughs> your jokes are terrible it's, Again, not, a, it's not a joke he's, I'm sorry. he's a college <laughs> he's G minus son so, <laughs> his jokes star. are funny <laughs> <I just laughs> alright
0: guys thank you so much for listening Uh till next week
2: baby you, you know
0: I want you love to let you shine my steel but I'm afraid of innocent moves now Don't yeah, worry about the